0: There's joy in every journey.
1: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News.
2: In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, oh,
1: and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
2: Why are we Mm. meeting with Caleb Williams, who arguably is going to be the number one pick, whether it's the Bears or they trade the pick? Again, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, if you don't feel like you're going to be in that top three, the question. Dukes and Bell, why are we talking to all these guys? Well, I mean, there's always that April surprise, uh, like the October
1: surprise in politics. We've seen, you know, everything from a video gets released by some runner for an agent with a dude with enough weed to choke a racehorse in a gas mask. And all of a sudden, that guy just dropped six spots. And now you a guy you didn't think was going to be yours is yours. Same thing happened when Rich McKay was the uh, GM of the Bucks, And uh, Warren Sapp, some uh, things got out there about him that weren't necessarily true that uh, hurt his draft stock. Dan Marino with the Dolphins. You talk to these guys because you just never know but also, you
2: want to maintain every degree of leverage. That's why every degree of leverage. And understand this: when Terry Fontenot said this earlier in the week, uh, he told Andy and Randy this, and I want you to hear it again. He meant it. All options for this team in this draft are out there. Spending more time with the staff and going through it, the more information we get, it just confirms that we're there are so many options and 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 things. There are so many ways to do it and to be successful doing it, whether it's to draft, whether it's Uh, free agency, whether it's via trade. And so – and we're still – as we're here, you gather more and more information um, about these players. You continue to go through evaluations. So there are a lot of different ways that we can do it. And there are. There's more ways uh, to skin a cat, right, than just one. Right how you approach it some people say again you got to build front to back some people think Mike you build back to front you got to have a better secondary right. to cover guys i mean there's many ways to go about this the one thing i think most people agree on around the nfl and i don't think it's even close is you got to have a quarterback which is why we're talking to all of these guys. And and we don't know. Maybe the Falcons, you know, behind the scenes are putting some kind of crazy package together to move into that top three or four because that's the number Mike and I believe you've got to get to at least four with the teams that are interested and other potential players, right there is like the the line of demarcation. You, you if you can't get into the top three, you right. got to be four, five, or six, Mike, if you want to potentially grab one of these top three guys.
1: Right. So I know that uh, we have hot and heavy conversations, according to all the reports out there. You said about you know Justin Fields and had an interesting conversation with a Bears fan today about Fields. By the way, and he yeah. thinks we should definitely take the plunge. But yeah, if that does, and by the way, I don't know if no one else gets traction. Are you going to try to put them over the coals and trade just a third rounder and maybe a, a less Surround pick for the next year. Yeah, I mean, just because it's been reported to be a first, then now it's down to a second. If no one else is calling the Bears,
2: then you know, make them come to you, right? You you have to. You you absolutely have to. um, Small start small. Okay. Hey, we're willing to give you a fourth. And they go, you're crazy. And then you go, all right, all right, a third. I remember Tony Montana when he's
1: dealing with his banker. He's washing the money. He goes, come on, baby. You know, let's go. You'll go high. I, I go low. Let's
2: do the deal. That's you right. Know, so. It's so true. So, yeah, man, I, I think that's where you probably start. Now, if there is, in fact, competition, and only the Bears will know that, mm-hmm. these teams are trying – they're not trying to give you the information about who's involved and, and who may want Justin Fields. But I'm glad you brought this up real quick, Mike, because I want to mention this because I was having this conversation with the guy – who was on your team yesterday Mm. saying, hey, Mike's right. I don't know if he's that good. And I keep getting back to environment, culture, Mm. coaching. And the first offensive coordinator, I'm just going to give you this, okay? The first offensive coordinator Justin Fields had, his name was Bill Lazar. Matter of fact, Falcon fans, you may remember, maybe you don't. He was here in 2003. Many of you may not have even been here. He worked under Dan Reeves, all right, as an offensive quality control guy. But here's the history, Mike, and I want to lead up to the Bears and then talk about what happened afterwards. He leaves here, okay, young guy at that point, four years, goes to the Redskins, an offensive assistant. Two years in Seattle under Mike Holmgren, leaves there and becomes the OC of Virginia. Virginia's offense in the three years he was there, 2010, 11, 12, was crap. They didn't win a lot of games. He had a quarterback named Michael, uh, Michael Rocco, didn't do anything, okay? Then he gets back into the NFL and he goes to Philly, Mike, and he's with Chip hmm. Kelly as the quarterback's coach. You know what happened to Chip Kelly in Philly. 2014, he goes to the Dolphins, he's the O.C. Mike, he's fired within a year. We're talking about Bill Lazar, who right. was the first coordinator for Justin Fields. And I was simply telling one of our listeners, you got to know some of this history about some of these guys that it matters. That some of these coaches that you get and you inherit, okay, you don't get to pick the guy. Caleb Williams is not getting to pick his O.C. He's going to go to a team that already has an O.C. there, and you pray and hope that he knows what he's doing. But Lazar goes to the Bengals. He's fired within a year. He then goes to the Bears, and he's the offensive coordinator. And the crazy thing about the Bears is Matt Nagy's there. And this is what happened when Justin gets there. They, they bring in Justin, Mike. Nagy relinquishes play calling duties from him and then picks them back up in the middle of the season. This is 2020. This is his rookie year. Nobody wants to talk about it. So for Justin, he's like, what do you guys want me to do? Bill Lazar's asking me to do one thing. Matt Nagy's asking me to do something else. And then Matt Nagy, at the end of the season, Mike, what's he do? He fires Bill Lazar.
1: And then Nagy gets fired.
2: And then Nagy gets fired. And this is all I'm saying to the listener that I was talking to is that stuff matters in development. And then what do you do? You go hire Eberflus, who does what? Hire Hi, as a first time coordinator. Luke Etzi
1: had been a, an assistant, but he had never been the man. He came from the Packers. And again, I, I thought it was a mistake to hire, you know, they generally go offense, defense, but I thought you got to fix your quarterback, yes. number one. Yes. They bring in a defensive coach in Eberfluss,
2: who, by the way, is probably going to be gone after this year if Caleb Williams doesn't get traction. And real you know? quick, Mike, about this, because there's nothing wrong if you want to hire a defensive guy. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 mm-hmm. a game. Our guy that we just hired, him, Raheem Morris, he's been on both sides of the ball, but traditionally he's been a defensive guy. But what was the first thing he did? Right. He goes and hires Zach Robinson because that's you've,
1: the one thing I think Falcon fans could be excited about. Whoever our coach was going to be once we got past the Belichick stuff is hopefully somebody's coming from either the 49ers or the Rams to run the quarterback, and that's what you got. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.